You're listening to an L.A. Kings podcast. For more episodes of this and every other Kings program, visit LAKings.com slash podcast. You're listening to All the Kings Men, the official podcast of the L.A. Kings. Now, here's your host, Jesse Cohen. When it comes to a starting lineup, everybody loves the starter from Jack Black. Loaded with superior skin care that the pros love, LA Kings fans can get the starter for just $10, shipping included. Available exclusively at GetJackBlack.com with the code TEAMJB, the starter has four of Jack Black's best-selling skincare and shave products, plus a full-size Intense Therapy Lip Balm SPF 25 in Natural Mint. Here's to the winning combination of the LA Kings and the starter from Jack Black. $10 plus free shipping, available at GetJackBlack.com with the code TEAMJB while supplies last. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. This is All the Kings Men. We're continuing on with our efforts to make you more familiar with the players added to the organization this summer. Last week, we talked to Thomas Drance from The Athletic in Vancouver about Alex Edler and what you can expect from him. So today, Zach Dooley and I are bringing you a conversation with Alex Edler about his decision to join the LA Kings. Joining us now, he has been an Olympian, he has been an All-Star, he has been a Vancouver Canuck for the better part of 15 years, but now he's an L.A. King. Alexander Edler, how are you doing today, Alex? I'm good, thank you. Uh, how are you guys? Doing excellent, thank you. Um, the first and biggest question I have in my mind is, uh, you've played in Vancouver for your entire career, you've played against the Kings that entire time. Um, any thoughts on now joining Andre Kopitar, Dustin Brown, Drew Doughty, Jonathan Quick, some of the guys that you've been playing against for over a decade? Yeah, yeah, like you say, I've played a lot of games against them and I know how good they are and how hard they are to play against. So, uh, you know, it's going to be, be good to be on their team now from now on. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Have any of them reached out to you to welcome you to the team? Yeah, they have. Uh, uh yeah, pretty much all of them. Uh, everyone's been very welcoming uh, so far, so it's been great. Not to say you haven't maybe thought of free agency before, but your first time as a free agent, what was that process like having, you know, different teams interested in you and you, you know, kind of feeling out those situations? Uh, yeah, it was different. Uh, like like you say, something I've never done before, uh, you know, a uh, little little stressful uh you know not knowing if uh you know anyone will be interested but uh, uh you know stressful but also uh, kind of exciting uh so uh, but uh, you know it uh it turned out good so i'm happy was there a was there a sales pitch that rob blake and his team gave you when they kind of first expressed interest that won you over or what was what was that conversation like uh you know what they just showed uh, a lot of interest and uh you know, they seemed like they they thought I would fit in in, in the team, and uh, you know, believed in me. And uh, you know, they showed they showed interest early, uh, and like yeah, like I said, they they saw me saw a part for me in in the team organization uh, to be able to play in a lot of different situation, and uh, you know, the helping out with the the young talent that they have there. So uh, you know, uh, it, it just sounded good to me. Alex, you said you were uh, curious whether or not uh, there'd be many teams expressing interest besides the Kings without getting into any details or names. Were there other teams that were contending for your services? Uh, yeah, there were a few. Uh, there was some interest from from some teams, uh, but I think that, uh, you know, L.A. Uh, 
show the most interest, I think. And uh, uh, like I said, they 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 saw a fit for me. So I think that was uh, kind of the deciding factor. How familiar are you with the Kings uh, development system or with some of the younger players on the roster that, uh, you know, that, that you mentioned earlier? Uh, I'm not, not too familiar. Uh, obviously I know the guys that have been there for a bit that I've played many games against, but, uh, you know, I, I know they have a lot of young talent that, uh, you know, I'm excited to meet, excited to, to get to play with and get to know. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, whenever you have that, those players that are, uh, you know, young and talented and, and, and going to take, you know, a step every year, that's uh, exciting for the team. In Vancouver, you played with a lot of guys who have been LA Kings, Tanner Pearson, Tyler Toffoli, Brad Richardson, Ben Hutton, guys who have all played here in the last few years. Did you talk with any of them um, about kind of what to expect here before signing? Uh, I haven't talked to them uh, after I signed. Uh, I've, I've just, you know, I've talked to them before as teammates and, uh, you know, I've, I've only heard them say, have good things to say about, you know, playing uh, in LA uh, and uh, playing, uh, being with the organization and, you know, the lifestyle and how you get treated and everything. So, you know, I've, I've, I've only heard good things about, uh, about living there and playing there. And you coming in there, there's a pretty strong Swedish contingent here <laughs> with the Kings, obviously Victor Arvidsson coming in this off season, Adrian Kempe, Carl Grundstrom. Do you know any of those guys at all from, you know, national teams or just kind of being from the same place? Yeah, no, I actually don't know uh, really any of them. Uh, so it's going to be exciting to meet them all. And, uh, you know, it's always fun to, to have uh, Swedes on your team. Uh, it's usually a good connect connection between between us. Uh, so I'm excited for that too. Alex, you've uh, played, as we mentioned earlier, played in Vancouver uh, your entire career. You set the records for, you know, points, goals, games played, et cetera. But you're one goal away from 100 and I think 75 games away from 1,000. Do those sorts of individual numbers, um, how much do those mean to you? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, the goal number doesn't really, it's just a number. Uh, I know I feel like a lot of people making a, making a big deal out of it. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think it's pretty special to play a thousand games in the NHL. Uh, and, uh, you know, I want to get there for sure. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's an accomplishment. Uh, but uh, the goal number, uh, yeah, I'm, obviously I hope I get my hundred uh in LA now <laughs> but uh yeah playing a thousand game in the NHL that would that I think would be pretty cool yeah you go to Vancouver December 6th um you know I know you probably want to get a goal before before at that point in the season but it'd be kind of nice um we ask every defenseman this question it's just my own personal little hang-up I'm, I'm curious about it um if you could score the game winning goal either late in a game or in overtime or with your team up by one block the shot that would give the other team the tie, which would you rather do? Oof. I think it's more realistic that I would make the block. So <laughs> maybe I'll pick that. <laughs> all right. Perfect. Yeah. It all, all adds up. It's all, all leads to a win, right? So it's all it's yeah, a win-win situation. That's what, that, that's what matters. Yeah. You're right about that. Um, so, you know, you've played 900 plus games with the Canucks so in, in your mind, why was it, you know, maybe the right time for you to move on after, you know, that long history you had in that organization? Uh, I just, uh, that was just uh, the feeling I had. I don't know, like, uh, there's been, last year obviously was the year it was. Uh, it wasn't a great year for for our team or for, for me personally. And, uh, you know, it's, I felt like uh, I wanted to try something new. Uh, you know, I think... Uh, 
maybe I don't know if it just had to do with last year or but I think uh, I wanted to you know kind of get that uh, you know spark back and uh, you know have fun playing again not that I haven't had fun but uh, you know and I mean a lot had to do with not having fans and stuff like that last year but I think I just uh, uh, I felt like it was time for me it was time for my family to try something new and uh, uh, yeah and uh, we decided that and uh, we're we're happy with our decision. Looking back at Vancouver there's a question I always wanted to ask someone who played for the Canucks and I'm gonna ask you now see if you know it or if there's if there's an answer to it did the Sedines have any weird twin connections that anything that they had that telepathic thing that twins seem to do? Uh, I mean, it sure seemed like they did on the ice because <laughs> uh, I think we, we all saw or thought that when, you know, when they found each other uh, with some unbelievable passes, uh, <clears throat> you know, I don't know about off the ice. I think they're pretty, you know, obviously they're similar because they're twins, but you know, they're pretty, pretty normal people. And I don't, uh, I don't think there's, anything I can think of off the ice, but, uh, you know, they definitely had a connection on the ice and, uh, I don't know if it was telepathic or if it was just that they knew each other really well and they were just really good playmakers, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty special to, to, to watch them and play with them. During that uh, run, Alex, back to back president's trophies and everything, every time Vancouver would come to LA, uh, tons of Canucks fans would come with the team and, you know, I would talk to them and bump into them, you know, in the concourse and out in front of Staples Center. And the thing that I kept hearing was that it would be cheaper for them, for some of them to buy a flight, get a hotel room and buy a ticket to a Kings game than it would be to get a ticket at a Canucks game. Um, what was it like during that period being on the Canucks when that team was so popular and so good and and just a bit of a phenomenon? Uh, yeah, yeah, I heard those stories too, and I think we had, yeah, especially you know in California and uh, Arizona too, we had a lot of fans in the stands, and you know that I mean that's that, that was great to to see them everywhere. So it it was pretty special, and uh, you know the the fans are great, great in Vancouver, uh, and uh, yeah, it was definitely a bonus to have them on the road too. Just to drill down a little bit um, into the on the ice stuff, uh, we talked to Thomas Drance from The Athletic um, about uh, the signing a few days ago, and he lauded you for your on ice intelligence and two A play. And, you know, I think he said that, you know, by signing you, the team gets a lot smarter. And, and I think said, uh, I think the phrase was something like uh, the only player the Kings have that, you know, um, with your sort of two way uh, um, savvy would be Drew Doughty. But I'm curious over the last, uh, two or three seasons, your power play time has decreased. Your penalty kill time has increased. Um, was there any talk with Kings management about what sort of specific role you might play on the team uh, in the coming season? Uh, not specific. I think uh, you know, uh, I, I I I can be used in in all kinds of situations, and uh, you know, I think it's going to be maybe from game to game, depending how how the game goes, how how we're playing uh, and uh, you know I'm, I'm I just want to be used uh, in whatever situation that will help the team the most uh, you know that's uh, uh, that's the player I am I, I you know like I want to win the game and then uh, whatever the coach needs from me uh, I'll you know I'll be ready to to do so that's uh, kind of the mindset I have uh, obviously I want to play in every situation but uh, you know that's not always 
how it is, but I think that's what every defenseman wants to do. You want to play the most and you want to play at all time. But, uh, you know, whatever the team needs from me, uh, I'm ready to do. Alex, you wore a letter for a lot of your time in Vancouver. Um, there are a lot of young players here with the Kings. Do you have a, maybe a leadership style or anything that you want to pass along to a younger defenseman who's just kind of cutting their teeth in the league as someone who has been around for a while? You know, I'm, I don't know. Uh, I'm mostly just trying to, to lead by example. I think, uh, you know, I've had some great leaders, uh, in my early in my career that showed me, you know, what, it, what it takes to, to be a good player, to be a good defenseman in the league. And, you know, I'm trying to think about what, what they did to me, uh, and, uh, you know, kind of doing the same thing to the young guys, uh, that I play with now. You, uh, you wore number 23 in Vancouver. Um, that number is obviously taken here by Dustin Brown will likely be in the rafters one day. A lot of times guys switch the numbers around, but then you get Jonathan quick, whose number will likely be in the rafters one day. Have you given any thought to, to that in LA, maybe changing your number up? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I've always had 23. I didn't pick 23. I was happy with 23 in Vancouver, but, uh, you know, I know now I have to, I, ha- I have a new number and, uh, you know, it's not that big of a deal to me. Uh, I've, I've not number two was available. So I picked that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, uh, that's, yeah, that's the number I'm going to have now. And, uh, I'm, I'm happy with that. It's a good defenseman's number. That's a great defenseman's yeah, number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if jersey numbers aren't important to you, Alex, is there anything that is? Do you have any quirks or superstitions, uh, you know, that you like to have uh, in your game? No, I do not. I, I'm not very superstitious that way. Uh, obviously, I think uh, I have a routine that I do uh, to get ready for games, to prepare for games. But, you know, I, uh, I'm kind of the opposite that I don't really want to get into something superstitious. I'll rather do something different just to not <laughs> uh, having to do you know rely on everything has to be the same uh, and things like that so uh you know i'm not superstitious but uh, you know i have routines and, and ways to prepare for games like like i think most guys do any idea what it might feel like or, or anything you're looking forward to to becoming a californian uh i mean i've always i'm just looking forward to you know getting into the dressing room with the, with the team and start skating with them and training camp and, uh, you know, playing again and playing in front of fans. And, uh, I know, you know, both me and my family are very excited to, to moving to LA and, you know, trying the lifestyle down there, uh, you know, waking up to sunny weather every day, uh, things like that. So, uh, I think me and my whole family are, are very excited about this move. I'm guessing that in the middle of January, when you're getting up in the morning and not scraping <laughs> off your windshield before going in the rink, that'll, that'll maybe be one of the better parts of California. I know it was for me coming from a cold climate. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, you know, I think that just puts you in a better mood to start off the day with, with good weather. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, not going to miss the rain, that's for sure. <laughs> Well, the LA Kings said they were looking to add a left shot defenseman this offseason, and they don't come much better than Alex Edler. Thank you so much for joining us, Alex. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. Good to be on the show. 